This is Marielle Lucas, and this is the second segment of a three-part podcast on my book, Are You Still Mine? As I mentioned earlier, people had questions regarding why I wrote the book, why did I write it for this time, what can I do for them. So I decided to do this three-part podcast in order to better explain and answer these questions so that one, you are not intimidated by the size of the book, which is 1,082 pages, but rather see that you could open this book to any page. And regardless of whether you start at the beginning or at the end, you should get something as a somewhat of a guide or maybe answer a question that you've carried in your heart for a long time. Perhaps it was a question about your own religion. Perhaps it was a question about God. Perhaps it was a specific question about Jesus or the church or where these different belief systems came from. But more importantly than all of those, this book is here to bring you the truth, to bring you a way of coping with things that face us every day, such as this pandemic and racial tension, and things that were thrown at us that are not new, but just a continuation of a very chaotic history. Maybe it begins with a chaotic life. Maybe your life is chaotic. And these things certainly didn't add any peace to your situation. In fact, perhaps it even forced you into a state of mind that is almost imprisoning who you really are. Not just the person you act out day to day, but the person within you, your true self. And you need an escape. And you don't understand what's happening. And you don't know where to turn. On one hand, you have people who claim that Jesus is the answer. On the other hand, they can't even find Jesus. And if you turn around, you'll have people telling you that everything got messed up as with regards to established religions. This book helps you with those situations. It helps you to better understand that your religion or spirituality has to come from within you. It has to answer your questions. You have to find answers to questions like, how could on one hand God be loving, on the other hand, give his son up to, to be killed? On uh, one hand, uh, Jesus that's loving, on another hand, all right, you have a list, system of beliefs, a list that tells you, okay, that every mistake you've made, you owe an apology to God. You owe Jesus an apology. He, you feel guilty constantly. You have, may have gone to church and came home feeling even more guilty. Sometimes people don't even return to church until they have their child in maybe a, a parochial school, a Catholic school, a private school uh, for safety rather than for a uh, way of building a perfect or better foundation. Perfect being that is a well-balanced uh, understanding of life. But this book is written to help perhaps answer these questions. Because as we know just from the media and social networking that everything out there is not true. 
and it gets us more upset. And you can find a feed to support any feeling that you have. And in turn, with this feed, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, affects our daily life. And this is very, very difficult to break through. Sometimes you don't even know what you believe anymore. Sometimes you don't even know what good you're doing to anyone. Sometimes you just need a break. And you can't get away. You have perhaps during this pandemic, okay, been forced to lose your job, maybe not take care of your family. You're listening to sad music on commercials. People have masks on, you can't see them smile. And at least now, at this point in time, some of the masks are being removed. And maybe it's time for you to remove that mask that's been covering who you really are and been, but has never been able to express yourselves. This book is a guide. As I said, it's a guide to finding the fullness of enlightenment. Now, Enlightenment is a word that you think, okay, it's used in yoga, it's used in different religions, um, but it doesn't really apply to you. Well, enlightenment does apply to you. And regardless of your religion of choice, what enlightenment does is it helps you to be open to listening and understanding all views presented to you and not just your own. It's there to help you return to that same quiet place where you could think and weigh all the options and see how they fit with the real you, not with the you that has been um, influenced by people at work, by the craziness of life, but the real you, the person when you were little you wanted to grow up to be. That person who had it all together in your little mind and your little heart before the world stepped in and changed everything about that dream that you had. This book is there for this reason. It's there to help you to understand that when I speak of a purely human consciousness, it's that consciousness that helped form how you think and act in different situations. And without key people being put into your life, you could continue that way. And maybe this way that you're living is not always a positive way. And you're saying, well, to have a perfect life isn't possible. Well, maybe the word perfect is what's throwing you off. Maybe the word perfect is something that the world made you ascribe to where what you're doing is following a standard that is not even you. And that's how it was when you were being raised or maybe throughout your entire life where you were told what God wants and you couldn't live up to it. Or maybe you felt guilty about every single mistake you did in your life. Perhaps you went to church on a weekly basis, maybe a daily basis, left church and felt worse about yourself because you could not live up to those expectations. And when you didn't and couldn't and you realized you couldn't, you were made to feel guilty. You were made to feel guilty that you were disappointing God. So this book was written with an intention of 
letting you understand how Jesus or teaching you to have, be more insightful about what Jesus and his wife brought into this world. Now you might say, I don't need this Jesus and his wife business and I don't need to read another religious book and you're sick of hearing about these things. You just want to be able to love a higher being, whoever it is, and have peace in your heart and your mind that you don't have to think about anything. And oftentimes, maybe it would suffice for a while, but you're still not going to be happy. So this book just is written to give you an alternative Okay, you could continue on being who you are, or you could just take a look at it. Open up a page, open up the middle of the book, open up the end of the book, and just start to read. The book in itself, in and of itself, is organic. It's alive. And it will guide you. And maybe it will just pique that one point of interest that makes you want to continue on and read more. I wrote the book hoping that it answers questions to clear the fog from everyone's mind, to get a reality check on what a spirituality actually is. That spirituality should be something that you could live and that you could teach your children how to live. It's a spirituality that comes from within you to make you feel better about yourself despite what happened before now, but certainly how it can affect your life after you read this book. Just take a look at it. Take a look and see how maybe you have been misguided for so long and that no one seems to understand you. Take a look at it and see what is your spirituality? What are you searching for? What are you looking for? And how can you put it together? We know for a fact from the media and from social networking, as I said before, that this is impossible to build this world as it is. It's impossible to build a, a foundation of truth. In fact, you can't even find truth today. Where is it? Each and every one of you have an opportunity to find truth. But truth can only be defined by a person who is perfect. And in our lifetime, we have been lied to about this person. We have been told stories and things have been omitted in order for a goal to be reached by, sadly, what we feel was a patriotic religion, patriarchal religion. A one-sided religion cannot bring balance to your life. God knew this. And that's why we said, or say, it began before Adam and Eve. But from Adam and Eve, and by their choice, we are where we are right now. Choices don't always have to be bad. And certainly Adam and Eve's choice to be human was not bad. It was a different way of living. But sadly, they did lose a transcendental component 
so that they would have to rely on each other to get through the difficult and sacrificial times. God's promise to Adam and Eve is where Jesus and Mary Magdalene come in and their story is unique. Their story is amazing. And it's something of a point of interest that everyone should want to understand better and to try to live it out in their own personal lives. So when I mentioned that this book is a guide, it's a spiritual guide to help you formulate within your hearts that type of salvation, a personal salvation for yourself to get out of the prison that you're in, to take a look at what was actually taught, what Jesus intended for us, what God intended, whatever God that you believe in should bring you to becoming the best person you can be and to get through this chaotic world on a path that at least you have someone to help guide you through bad situations and actually even find how good they were for you and how they made you stronger. Bad situations, sacrifices, things that you have to decide on on a daily basis or maybe have lived through form how we see others. We set up standards and we think that by our standards, these people have to abide. Where in fact, we certainly wouldn't want to be judged by our own standards and we see that on a daily basis. So take a look at the book. Use it as a guide. Go through it. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. I try very hard to put into this book the answers to questions I have heard, not just since the book has been published, but for over 30 years, meeting and talking with people, helping them to better understand what's happening, dropping all the chaos, not looking for more bad, but searching for good in a mind state that has been relearned. First unlearn the bad, then learn the good and replace bad memories with good ones and see how they can be better people. See how you can help your children or your friends to be better people. Not from a negative side, but from a positive one. Sometimes when I hear myself say negative and positive, it's something that a person gets tired of hearing because it's you hear it everywhere. Be positive, be positive. But yet you turn your TV on and you have sad, sad music playing. You see sad people. You see sad commercials with smiles, smiles and sadness. And yet you, so your mind gets confused. It gets confused. What are we supposed to be happy about? What are we supposed to do about these bad situations in our lives? So all I ask is to take a look, help yourself form a spirituality that you can live up to, 
Don't get discouraged by someone else's. Take a look at what God actually wants you to have. If you don't believe in God, that's fine too. But take a look at it. You may find something of great value for you. And you could stay where you are, no pressure. But at least you tried. At least you took the opportunity to do something positive for yourself. You never know. This may be just for you.